Today, we're going to be talking to Todd White, who's a sharp-witted beard veteran maintaining an uber-obsession with the outdoors in Virginia. This mullet-rocking ace is the all-American man imported directly from down under. ASMR, I like that. I know. Welcome to the Devil's Backbone Podcast. Today, we are hanging out with Todd White. Good day. Todd, where, Todd, Todd, where, were, you, where were you born? Uh, I was born in the, the great Southland of Australia, and uh, I was born and raised there, and have been lucky enough to uh, make the United States my home for, uh, next year will be nine years. It will be nearly, nearly ten years in America if we round it up. Uh, that's not how immigration works, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's been nearly 10 years in America, and uh, I'm glad to say I would, I would say that I've still retained my accent, which is kind of nice. You have. Yeah. Otherwise, if I lose it, I get sent home by my wife. I so. thought you were from Indiana. <laughs> She's really like, I'm that. done with you. Well, I, very much so. Uh, so yeah, well, it's funny you should mention Indiana. I would uh, classify myself as a Midwesterner uh, because I have spent probably the majority of my time in the United States in the Midwest, and uh, I caught myself recently... In a supermarket, because I'm a sales rep, I go to a lot of supermarkets, and I bumped into a lady, and I turned around and went, oh, and was like, oh my God, I've become one of them. Uh, <laughs> so now I say, oh, and y'all at the same time with an Australian accent, and it confuses the shit out of people on a day-to-day basis, which is kind of fun. So, yeah. Oh, y'all. I get that. Oh, y'all. Yeah. There we go. Mash it all together. <laughs> You're a recent U.S. citizen, correct? Uh, I, Are you well, still uh, TBD? No, it's oh. fine. Look, I'm. I'm. <laughs> again, this is not how it works. I would say <laughs> I'm a 94% U.S. citizen. I am doing my swearing-in ceremony. Actually, not this Friday, but next Friday. Uh, oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, very very exciting. Uh, unfortunately, it'll be in a windowless room in Northern Virginia. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yeah, I was I was recently doing an event and met a, another lovely Australian guy who lives locally, and uh, he'd gone through the process, and he said to me, he's like, I hope you're not too excited for this, and I was like, I'm really excited, man, I'm super stoked, gonna get my, my little, I'm, a, I'm an American card, and they give you a little flag and shit, like, I'm pretty stoked for that, and he's like, yeah, no, I was too, uh, they didn't even let his wife in with him, and uh, so I'm doing this by myself, I'm walking oh. into a government building, dressed in a suit, and I'm gonna do the... The oath and uh, walk out with a certificate and a little plastic flag. Do you have? Does Kate have a, a banner to hold up? Well, I'm <laughs> I'm actually planning on getting changed in the parking lot to my favorite jorts and uh, as one should. My, yeah. yeah, my my favorite gas station T-shirt. Uh, oh, it's not the the jean pair that I currently have. Yeah, we'll he talk we'll talk about that offline. Uh, that's <laughs> they're, 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 they need some rotation back in my house, and I miss them. For everyone out there, I've borrowed uh, Todd's jorts for a it's uh, what Andy, Andy Frasco show at one point. Yeah, it apparently it's what uh, it's what Southern friends do. They lend each other their jorts. Of course, uh, I, I'm learning more about the. South every day. She's really in America caring. now. <laughs> yeah. Sharing your jorts with your friends. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, what, what can you do? It's, exactly. it's just a roll tide. Roll, roll tide. tide. <laughs> roll tide. Todd, I've heard you've never actually had the beer that's associated with Australians uh, in the U.S. That's, that's, more than that's any other. Very. And, uh, it comes in a very large can. That it's is girthy. Very true. Girthy, girthy can. Um, and you're actually wearing a 
kind of a knockoff shirt, but I've heard you've <laughs> never had a Foster's. No, I've uh, I've actually I've actually never had a Foster's, and it's it's been a weird thing as an Australian living in North America, where people think that this is my brew, <laughs> and uh, this couldn't be further from my brew than anything in the world. Uh, Foster's is actually made in Fort Worth in Texas. Uh, no Australian's actually drunk Foster's since about 1982-ish, 1983. Uh, they pretty much pulled Foster's from the market. So, like, if you look back into, like, uh, historical car races and shit, there's, like, Foster's posters everywhere in Australia. But, like, no one's ever had it. I worked in a drive through bottle stop, uh, bottle shop in Australia that was attached to my, uh, a pub. And we bought three cases of Foster's. Uh, and that would have been 2000 and uh, let's say like 2008. And I can pretty much guarantee it's still fucking there. <laughs> mm. uh, so no, I've never had a Foster's and you know, it's been something people have given me as a present, you know, Ooh. a little taste of home. You hate to see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, that's, Why that's cool. That? But anyway, we're going to do it here live. I legitimately have never actually had a Foster's. Uh, I, uh. I'm pretty keen to do this, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've steered clear of it for a long time. And I think it's about time, it's time. that I embrace my heritage. Yeah. Sure as shit. It does. It says um, Australia's famous beer brand. And it is uh, definitely brewed and packaged under the supervision of breweries in Fort Worth. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm just really yeah. glad that my bullshit correlated with the can. I love it. Hey. It's pretty uh, great. Uh, All well right, done. Let's, Fact uh, check. Let's crack her open. Let's do this bad boy. There goes the disco I've, I've ball. R.I.P. our disco, disco ball. ball. Just actually, I've just down. destroyed the the. the Man, f- oh, I'm just glad you yeah, hate okay. to see it. Uh, hi, don't 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 bring me to your house. Okay, so <laughs> Foster's on three. One, two, three. Oh, you oh. gotta love it. Yeah. So th- first off, you're right. This is a girthy can. It is. It is filling, mm. filling a full size man's hand here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Would you call that a two-hander? It's, it's nearly, uh, uh, oh. nearly. Uh, I'd say it's about a hand and a half. Yeah, it's a hand and a half. Every girl's dream. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we get a pour? <laughs> We're gonna pour it. Yeah, yeah let's 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 let's, let's, let's do a you know. Yeah, yeah can you get let's the sound? Little ASMR here. No, absolutely oh, no man. sound. I <laughs> fucked that up pretty hard. Man. Yeah, so Damn it, we, we are at a classic Australian lager with a tight white cap of foam on top and we have a bright sunny disposition of this lager it's mm. uh, perfectly crystal clear like we'd want to see from a good commercial lager Shout out and to uh we just have a little bit of a sniff here <laughs> yeah it smells like home like texas <laughs> I mean, you can like say Texas. Like Fort Worth in Texas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Texas is the Australia like, of the yeah, U.S. It smells like that. hog hunting and deep pit barbecue. <laughs> that is anyway, a little bit of a tipple. <laughs> Tastes like kangaroos. <laughs> oh, God, that would put a hop in any man's step. What a frothy. <laughs> that is, yeah, so <laughs> to talk to my T-shirt, I, I'm wearing a knockoff Foster's T-shirt because I think it's hilarious. Uh, I, I did this with not knowing that there was going to be a Foster's can here, but it says frothies because, you know, Australians love to have weird little nicknames for things. You know, if you want to nick down to the pub, blow the few, uh, blow the froth off a skewy. Uh, if you're going to McDonald's, oh. you're just going to go to Macca's. Have you, have you ever had beer on a schooner? Beer out of a schooner? Yeah, because we order beer in Australia in different sizes. You can have a schooner and yeah, but you can have, have a you small one. Have you had a schooner while on a schooner? No, because I am a very 
my, my family's poor, Sergius. <laughs> so my family was sent to Australia on a boat. We don't own a boat. It's a different thing. I thought... You don't know what to do with that statement. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. No, no, you're good. You're no, good. It's good. Uh, yeah, colonization. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Hard to get in now, though. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get in now, but it was pretty easy before. You just had to uh, steal some bread. Yeah. Mm. Or as my ancestor did, shout out Jafet White, he, uh, he actually... <laughs> He actually uh, made some tax stamps and was collecting taxes and telling the government because he was a solicitor and he could read and write. And then he got caught, so he just took his whole family to Australia. And then he opened Australia's first distillery. No, no shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, real talk. What? Uh, Jafet White. Jafet White Gin is now like a thing that's being made in a distillery off the same well that my ancestor made gin off when he decided to fuck off away from the British. Damn. You're just now telling yeah. me. That's pretty wow. cool. Yeah, no, dog, I don't think we've ever broached that subject before. So, like, here you go. Getting on Devil's Backbone podcast. Mm. Fresh from the lips of the tea weed himself. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first on the yeah, unnamed yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, cheers oh, to that. Cheers to that. Look, look, to wrap it up, I guess, uh, Foster's. Would, you, would if, you drink a whole one? Would I drink a whole one? Of course, is the first answer. Uh, if it's cold enough, you'll drink anything. Um, it's okay. something I've learnt in craft beer. Malort. Um, mm. Malort always served best room temperature. Yeah. Mm. Um, or body temperature. Oh. Um, uh, that's an odd specification. Don't, don't like that. Yeah, well, they yeah. Hurt anyway, maybe that's for aficionados of a different degree. Must be. Uh, but yeah, look, Foster's Lager. I have to give it a solid out of uh, 10. T- what's that rating system? One out of you make 10. it. Do I make yeah. it? No, because yeah. well, we have, need a consistency here. I okay. like one out of ten is one out of ten. That's like that's 11. hard. That's a lot. One out of five. Yeah, one, out of five. one out of and five. One out of five. One five. And would you drink it again? One out of five. What though? One out of five. Girthy Suds. cans. Girthy cans. One out of five. Girthy, girthy cans. <laughs> there it is. I fucking love that. <laughs> okay, so Foster's. Uh, it is a girthy can, and mm. Foster's lager. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna give that a solid. This is uh, this is hard. I'll be honest. Um, what she said. I th- <laughs> she said it was girthy. She didn't say it was hard. Uh, <laughs> oh my I'm, I'm going to give it a solid three out of five. I think you know. I think it's gr- but look no for the. I love the. I, I love the can design. I love the fact that no one else does that. I think that's pretty special. It's a big one. Someone said it was an oil can. I've never bought oil in a can, so I've got no idea. <laughs> But someone said it was an oil can. Um, and look, I think for a knockoff Australian beer that's made in Fort Worth in Texas, that's like, how much is that? How, how much is a can? I've never bought So one. I bought I also this buy at uh, $3.29 a can. Okay, so okay. I got two of them. And the, the lager and the premium were the same price. Okay, premium so I lager. don't know how big the, it is. It is a 25.4 ounce can. And I'm only sort of... Fluent and freedom units. So for the rest of the world, that's 750 mils. Um, and yeah, look, I think for the economy, the flavor, that's clean and crisp. If that was cold, I'd smash the shit out of that. Mm. Three and a half. What Girth- are, what's the units? Girthy cans. Three and a half units of girthy cans mm. coming fresh. Mm. Mm, delightful. Uh, there she well, is. There you have it, folks. Straight right out here of Nelson first. County. Yeah. Yeah. An authentic Aussie review yeah. of an unauthentic Aussie beer. <laughs> Thank you.
gosh. Well, how did you end up in Nelson County, Virginia? That was a great story. It is uh, literally the story of my life, which is kind of weird because when I, when I tell people it's, uh, it's been an adventure. I, long story short, I decided that I was going to do a medical degree uh, based in diagnostic radiography. And I was going to university in Australia and there was an exchange student from the United States who came and was working at the pub that I was working at. Um, and, and this has sort of got a little bit of background into why I ended up in beer too, but like I've always had a bar job. Like soon as, uh, even in high school in uh, 12th grade, uh, so you know, graduate high school when you're 17, 18 in Australia, drinking age is 18, uh, they actually put on the, the bartender's license essentially, which you get in Australia or in my state uh, at, at my high school. So you know, you could leave high school straight away and just go and get a bar job for summer. Uh, so I did that and my dad was a pretty big proponent of like, you know, if you want to go to the pub and hang out with your mates, that's fine, you know, but you know, you could also be the bartender and take all their money and have a great time as with them. And uh, so I, I took that advice and I, and I got a job at my local pub and was pulling beers there and anyway, end up in college and um, got a bar job there too. And this girl from Chicago rocks up and, uh, you know, just like-minded souls, we were friends for a year. Uh, and then, you know, I think we both uh, were dating different people and just the way things shook out, uh, it ended up us together and she ran out of visas and uh, that was it. Australia's a very hard place to immigrate to, to live. If you're trying to enter, uh, my advice, don't. It's very difficult and very expensive. Uh, so she decided to go back to Australia, uh, back to America, sorry, and uh, decided to take a bit of a risk on me and she got another visa. And she turned around, she came back to Australia. And after the end of that visa, there was no, there was no more ifs or buts. That was it. She cannot stay anymore or we had to do something drastic. So this is just need a little tipple. <laughs> Wild. Uh, we, we should mention, you know, Kate being your wife yes, uh, yeah. is, is our uh, newly appointed assistant general manager of our tap room. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we came as a package so deal, which was kind of there. fun. Uh, which, you know, uh, it gives me a different experience as a sales rep too because I'm really closely aligned with the pub and I get to hang out with people. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so Kate, uh, Kate decided to come back. She gets another visa. And anyway, her visa's running out. We've, we've, we've moved in together and uh, Kate was working at my local brewery. I was managing a pub and a restaurant at that point. I decided that uh, working in the medical field just wasn't going to be for me. It wasn't something that was probably really well aligned with my personality. I'm very empathetic, so it's not that part of my personality. It's the fact that I just want to have a full-on conversation with everybody all the time. I, I want you to tell me your life story and your deepest fears. And sometimes when, you know, you're in a hospital, you don't want that from the person who's working there. And, you know, hey, Mrs. Smith, really good to see you. My name's Todd. She's like, shut up, Todd. My hip's broken in three places. I'm like, cool. I'll just go back in the office and fuck myself. That's really... I'm just not, not sure where we're up to with swearing on the podcast. Uh, we didn't discuss that. I'm sorry. I'll take it back. If my mum's listening to this, what up, Jenny? Um, oh, great name. Yeah, she's a great name. Oh, I just put that together. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that's, maybe that's why we're so aligned. That's probably so. I look up yeah. to you. Oh. Can you uh, stroke my hair later? Yeah. We'll, we'll get back. Sorry. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. So we're sitting on the we're sitting on the roof of my apartment, and I looked at Kate, and I was like, "If we're going to stay together, we've got to do something drastic." And there's no recourse for you to stay in Australia anymore. Um, literally, just said, "Fuck it." Do you want to get married? 
and uh, she just dead-eyed me and was like, yeah, I guess so. True love, folks. Yeah, so everyone has these beautiful stories about the, how they ask their partner to get married. <laughs> well, it's, well I, don't, I didn't know if that was the correct sound effect because technically, yeah. Yeah, there we go, because we've been married nearly 10 years now, so that's, that's kind of a win in my book. Yeah. Ma- maybe not in Kate's. But Aww, it, I think it's a win-win. Uh, so, yeah, we, we got married in Australia in, in the middle of like one of the hottest summers and droughts in Australia, which in itself was pretty wild. We, immig- we moved to SoCal. We were in SoCal for two years. My wife works in a brewery while I'm going through immigration. I get to hang out at the brewery a lot. Uh, then we moved to Chicago, which is, you know, my wife's hometown. Uh, Kate ends up working for Goose Island, which is kind of how we ended up here. I was working for a restaurant company as a beer buyer and a restaurant manager and an operations manager and then had the opportunity to join uh, the Frontera Hospitality Group and uh, become one of their front of house managers at one of their new concepts in the West Loop. And from there, moved into production and uh, then was a brewer for like the next five, five, five years. It was four, four and a bit, five years, something like that. And uh, just had a ball. I, I had a bit of a background in home brewing anyway. I uh, started home brewing as a teenager because I was a shitty teenager. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was able to sort of just string together life experience from two very different worlds and uh just talking to people constantly in into a pretty weird and wonderful career and that's led me into working uh through some sales and marketing for my previous job and uh now now I work in sales here in Devil's Backbone in the in the home market and it's 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 wonderful I get to be the person that most people outside of the physical location of our base camp get, get to be their point person. Uh, I talk to so many randos at gas stations. Uh, I've been very lucky to eat fried chicken from pretty much the end of Fredericksburg to Smith Mountain Lake. Uh, I've gotten to just have wonderful, weird conversations with, with the people of, of Central and Virginia in, in so many food lines. Uh, uh, food line, if you're listening to this, I love you. It's, it's my favorite uh, chain to work in. Uh, don't ask me why. I just, for some reason, it's like, you're my people. Uh, I found you. Best, best crowd it's Yeah, and, and I guess, like, if, if you watch, even if you're watching and wearing, wearing a cap, but like, I've got a very gross mullet. Uh, I'm very aware that it's, like, pretty fucking shit. Like, it's pretty shitty. It's a little it's, it's shaved head. It's, a sh- it's actually called a skullet. Uh, it's, a skullet. it's a skullet. <laughs> it's a skullet. It's a, it's a shaved head mullet. And uh, I did it as a joke. And then uh, <laughs> the next thing you know, it becomes a defining part of your personality in a way that's kind of disappointing and kind of enlightening <laughs> at the same time. And uh, so anyway, I moved to Central Virginia and I'm driving around a devil's backbone car and I pull up at the, at the lights and some dude's in a lifted truck and he just looks at me with my mullet and says like, what up, brother? And I'm like, holy shit, this is like weird... <laughs> Mullet camouflage, like <laughs> you blend right in, dude. They they adopted me as one of their own so quickly, and uh, I'm I'm very lucky because I'm I'm actually from like regional New South Wales in Australia. My parents got a property. I grew up on a farm, so like I what's get the, it. What's the equivalent? Uh, equivalency, like I I understand Texas in a okay. very big way. <laughs> actually, funny story. Talking to my immigration officer, and I'll, he's like, "Oh, I'm from Texas. I just moved to Virginia." I was like, oh, Texas, the other Australia. And he gave me a high five. And that's kind of when I knew I was going to get my citizenship. <laughs> I, I kind of knew I had it in the bag after that. Uh, 
Which but, you were nervous for. You were very nervous. I was very, very nervous. You, I, uh, we were practicing. They have the uh, all the questions on the, the website. Yeah, and I downloaded an app, and every night before bed, I'd do 20 questions, and I did this for months, like two or three months, because I, I wanted to prove to America that I was worthy of the card. I wanted to be a card-carrying cult member, and, uh, you know, I, I was stressed out about it. I just really wanted to do it right. And uh, I sat down and do this stuff. And then I started asking random people in food lines and things like that. Probably didn't uh, know the answers. <laughs> I guarantee you. Absolutely not. Uh, I of course was, not. I was kind of amazed about how little oh. Americans knew about America. So I actually called my mother and uh, was like, Jenny. You are new here. Yeah. Uh, this has been my experience in America. No one knows anything about America. And she's like, oh, don't worry. It's exactly the same in Australia. No one knows anything about Australia either, too. So, like, there's, there's a nice commonality there. But, uh, yeah, be, being from regional Australia, man, like, one of my accounts is a feed and seed. They, in no way, shape, or form, are going to move a lot of beer. But uh, if you ever want to go talk about electric fence energizers, it's pretty great. Capacitors. Yeah, some star pickets and Wattage. a quality roll Lux of barbed wire fence. Wattage. <laughs> Wattage. Brittany, what do, what do we have in front of us here? Because I'm... Slightly nervous. We've got a product for us all to try and judge right now. Neon burst. Yeah, speaking of gas station hangs. Oh, like, speaking of gas God station loves hangs. a good gas station shirt. Love a good gas station shirt. I love shirt. a good gas station We've got snack. Great blowout and punch blast. Great blowout. <laughs> Coming to That's what's going to happen in your pants nine later. Nine ounces. Yes. Oh, that is... 140 milliliters. That is an 8% can of joy right there. It sure is. <laughs> Nothing says, welcome to America, like great blowout. Look, I, I, lo- I just love the fact in America that you can buy, like, what's that, nearly 20 ounces of an 8% near beer equivalent in a gas station. That is just one of my favorite things. Yeehaw, fuck the law. <laughs> Roll Tide. Except Roll if you're me, I really, you know. Except Todd, he's a really great law-abiding citizen. Yes. Yeah, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I pay my taxes. Uh, all right, right. well... Great blowout. It's uh, it kind of looks like uh. Oh, I think you've got you've punch got punch blast. blast. <laughs> Are you colorblind? Grapes the. Oh, it's the purple one. Purple boy. Purple, purple. We're purple. doing purple drink. Red drink is next. Oh yeah, that does <laughs> taste like purple. <laughs> how well, that tastes how like. How divergent would that have been if you went? It smells. Colorblind. It smells like a pixie stick. It kind of reminds me of uh, like a. I don't mean this in a bad way, so please don't. <laughs> take it it kind of like it. Like, kind of smells like a urinal cake. <laughs> It does. Oh my god! Do urinal cake smell like pixie stick. Well, I guess I could kind of smell off the I guess like for half of the that, people like, recording this, smell. Yeah. I worked in a bar. I cleaned bat bar bathrooms. But like sometimes yeah. when you're peeing on a urinal cake, you're like, wow, that yeah. smells pretty good. I, I feel like is most that a of the bars thing? I worked at, we should go try. And then some of them are really crappy. But there's a well, there's shout out to the craft urinal cake maker, yellow bar. Sponsored by craft urinal and urinal cakes. Have you ever thought that you needed a lavender (laughs) urinal cake made by an artisanal one-armed... I don't know. You you get the idea. We'll we'll, we'll figure that concept out. Mountains of Nepal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Watch this space. Like, one more year and we'll be making our own urinal cakes here. (laughs) Craft urinal cakes. Don't threaten us with a good time. and urinal cakes. Here we come. (laughs) All right. On to number two for me. Red drink. Uh, Oh, punch, that smells punch, just like... Punch Blast. Oh, damn, I love that. Oh, that smells so good. That is so good. Sparkling heart beverage. Holy smokes. This reminds me of pool parties at 
Yeah. Like you're eating pizza by the pool with all your little pool rat friends. Yeah. Like those giant jugs of wine. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I'm, I'm really glad this didn't exist when I was younger. <laughs> I, yeah. Even better, it exists now. Yeah, I guess that is right. Like I'm an adult. I can buy as many. Like I can just buy this when I want. Yeah. You sure can. <sighs> Living the dream. Pizza pool party. <laughs> Oof. Mm. Quick question around the table. What is the most disgusting, like, drink you used to drink when you were, you know, like, fresh, <sighs> fresh, legal drinking, you know, wink, wink, wink? Um, <laughs> my, mine's very specific, I guess, to where I'm from. Um, it's Foster's. <laughs> Foster's is... Speaking of Foster's. <laughs> yeah, where are those? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're getting cold. They- <laughs> We'll get back to the oil cans soon, mate. Seven um, hours. No, like goon and juice, um, bagged white wine with mm. orange juice, and used to be able to buy it for like one or two dollars, two dollars fifty maybe, uh, for a, like a, a schooner, which is roughly a pint in Australia. And uh, one of the bars I used to work at at my local college bar, because you know we drink it when we're eighteen in Australia, having fun. Uh, we'd make 44-gallon drum full of white wine orange juice and they'd put on the end of the bar and just rip pictures of it. So you'd buy a pitcher of white wine orange juice and just walk around and drink it. And then if you're feeling a little bit fancy, <laughs> you put a little splash of grenadine in it and it Ooh, sinks mm, to the bottom. And fancy. Now, now you've got yourself a goon sunrise. <laughs> uh, Australia, the proud inventors of the white wine bladder, um, one of our best exports, probably the best export apart from me. Um, <laughs> you all invent slap the baby. Yeah, yeah, slap yeah. the goon bag. So uh, in Australia, we have we have yeah. the clotheslines. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard slap, slap the baby. No, that's that's dingoes and babies. Just shake <laughs> them, Sergis, not slap them. Yeah. Wow. In Australia, we just feed them to dingoes. Uh, that's a bad <laughs> joke. And slapping babies. Um, so yeah, you get your goon bag, or your white wine goon bag, and uh, we have outdoor clotheslines in Australia. And you peg it on a corner, and you all stand around the clothesline, and you spin the clothesline, and you play Goon of Fortune. And whoever the goon bag lands on, you gotta take a knee, sunshine, and you're gonna suck some straight out of the nibble. Uh, <laughs> You know, it doubles as a pillow <laughs> if you blow it up. It also doubles as a flotation device. You can take the cap off and refill it with water if you need it. Uh, there's just so many options available, and I guess that's what Australia's known for is their problem solving. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it is now because I said it. So. Mm, there you yeah. go. Brittany and I were talking I earlier. I can't one-up that. Yeah. I have got nothing. Sorry. Brittany and I were talking a lot about Slap the Bag earlier. Yeah, we Good were times. Yeah, orange We might have smash. to hang out. Orange, orange smash, smash needs slap to go the bag. into a uh, little... The smash box. bag, if you will. I am not going to get smash anything done at my job. No. Doesn't weird. that sound incredible? Yeah. Bro, I can... Smash s- the bag, baby. I mean, smash the bag. Oh, man, we could have, like, teams smash. for this. Oh, we could be uh, sport. Mm, I mean... Done. <laughs> I think last family day we did Beer Olympics. I think you and I... Hayes and I were on the same team last year. It came dangerous. down to Flip Cup. Yeah, it was very dangerous. Um, man, yeah, that's that's a hard one to top. Mine just are just like really fucking redneck. Mm. It's like you <laughs> knew I was in college in the South. <laughs> <laughs> Go Pirates. <laughs> yeah. Roll time. Purple. Cold. I have a really bad one. Uh, so I actually didn't drink much in high school. Until that's right. You were a good college. bully. I know. I mm. Angel bully. Just slapped wine. babies. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, oh, no. wow. Um, I first time I slapped a bag, actually, and truthfully, was at Hoopla. So we'll go back to that. I believe but that. Uh, when I did get to college, it was in New Mexico, which is beautiful, but it's neither new nor Mexico. And uh, <laughs> False I, advertising. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous state. Love, love driving through it. Um, and green chilies just for days. 
but mine was uh, a handle every time of Malibu rum. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I, I thought I was the coolest oh. thing that I could drink the whole thing. Bro, did you, uh, you definitely wore a fedora when me. you drank that, someone, didn't you? <laughs> you wore a fedora while no, you smashed no. that Caribbean rum. No, and that, Khaki cargo <laughs> shorts. Oh, the cargo shorts Flip flops, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hair and, uh, snake bite piercing. Oh, oh my it God. A, it was a lot. But uh, yeah, and then uh, there was a night towards the end of the, the first and only year that I attended New Mexico Tech for explosives engineering, uh, oh. where someone fed me That's a terrifying. bottle of uh, Navy Strength Plymouth gin, and I realized that I could not actually drink a lot at that time in my life. <laughs> that's a, that's a horrible way it, to figure it out, too. Yeah, it's it was like, a very stark difference. Yeah. 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 I, look, I sh- shout out to the Malibu. Uh, I'm actually impressed with that. In the newspaper... Uh, machine outside of the newspaper box outside of the Denny's when we go late <laughs> night grubs. Oh, 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 look, I have to say but it's I, my favorite thing in America is diners. I'm going to put a clothesline in my backyard just so we can spin a bag on it because that oh, is intriguing. Me and your food's on. We're going to have a date. <laughs> <laughs> I will say my probably grossest drink that we used to drink all the time would, would be Ebert 40 Hands, but it'd be Ooh. Fireball and then Ooh. Mott's Apple Juice. Oh, God. <laughs> no, thank you. Honestly, delicious. If you haven't tried it, please try yeah, it. No, I, I, that was it's a night. incredible. It was probably my first month of being in America, and I found Fireball. I was like, this It'll shit is your life. delicious. <laughs> and I drank so much of it, and I was an embarrassment to my oh. wife. I uh, Shout out to her. She is incredibly patient. And I remember her like walking out of the bar being like, he's just got here. He's never had fireball before. (laughs) And I'm like, a few months ago, I went on a hike with your wife and we brought our dogs and we got to the top of the mountain and she cracked open a can of wine, which is an appropriate hiking drink. Yeah, she. And uh, I just had airplane bottles of fireball. And I was like, Kate, do you want one? And she's like, no, I'm okay. (laughs) I was like, all right, more uh, for me then. That's Nothing quenches your thirst after a long hike like fire. fireball. Mm, electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh my gosh. Mine was, so I had two. I used to teeter back and forth. Uh, one, Brittany, definitely, this is ECU. You remember Firefly Sweet Tea Vodka? Of course. Yeah. I used to we go. We have it in the pub. Oh, yes. Well, this may <laughs> happen really? tonight. Yeah. So my college apartment was right next to a Bone ja- Bojangles. Shout out Bojangles. Mm. Please sponsor us. I love your cheddar. Bo business. rounds are my, uh, love of my life. Oh, yes. Uh. Give me that Bowberry. <laughs> um, but I would walk to Bojangles and get their huge sweet tea, dump mm. half of it, and then pour like oh, yeah. half a bottle of Firefly <laughs> and just get loaded. Jenny and I were both pirates at East Carolina yes. University and I can say almost every single person would have a Bojangles large drink in hand at every tailgate. Hell it was yeah. never actually from Bojangles. No. It was partial. It was like leftover from yeah. your hungover before. Mm-hmm. The next one, it was, and this one is embarrassing, Watermelon Burnett's oh. and Mountain Dew. No, that, oh, yeah, I did honestly, that. North Carolina baby. <laughs> kind of sounds good. <laughs> honestly, yeah, right. honestly, I would try it. <laughs> That, uh, Next episode. Yeah, exactly. Hayes is going to try to. Hayes just we gave us should. We that. should bring right, our like yeah, weird college drinks. College drinks. Oh. Not of college drinks. What? And whichever one we like the most is the next smash flavor. <laughs> oh, watermelon juice <laughs> smash. Uh, this is going to be like a course they teach in school, how a podcast destroyed a company. <laughs> <laughs> The rise and fall. It was all fun and games till they put that bloody Australian on there. Oh my 
Josh. Man. <laughs> Can I say my drink? Yes. yes. Oh, please. Yeah. Get in here. Yeah. Producer I just, Eric. I Producer feel Eric. Like I should be a part of this. I you also, should. We also need you on a microphone because we have a special segment coming up next. Oh, great, great, great. Um, I just i am going for shock value because this was an actual thing we did. Uh, 40s of Steel Reserve. Mm. Mm, quality. Drink them down about a third. Oh, yikes. And then fill them with Four loco. <gasps> no. And do two a night. The old ca- caffeinated Four Locos? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the OGs. Uh, Ride the light. Did you ever wake <laughs> up in a dryer? No, <laughs> no, no. I, I won't, I'm the type of guy who just like never gets, like, I've never been blackout. I always... Wait, purge. you've never been playing. I always purge before yeah. I played a third of Yet. the Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see I'm until next episode. I'm too large. <laughs> but I do have friends that I would witness crazy shit. I'm gonna go downstairs on those forties things. <laughs> like, you know, you know, when you're just like standing up, sleepwalking while peeing and talking to your friend. <laughs> Who hasn't been there? <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> Roll that, was, that was like what I got to experience <laughs> oh, as the oh, I have as the non blackout person. <laughs> Oh. Anyways, good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> now the entire goal of this podcast is to see if we can get Eric to black out. Oh, <laughs> it's my <accepted>. life goal. That's <laughs> all uh, I want. The auto horn will just be... Just 30 minutes of air horn. Uh, so <laughs> we, actually, we do need to involve Eric again because uh, it was brought to my attention before we started recording. Um I'm actually going to let Todd introduce this because you walked in with a bottle of Malort. Yeah. Malort. So uh, shout out to just Chicago in general. Uh, like I said, I think of myself as a Midwesterner now, but I'm still a Midwesterner with an accent. And I, I thoroughly adopted a lot of cultural things from uh, Chicago. Like, you know, I just want to point out now, like I just need to get one thing off my chest real quick. Uh, deep dish pizza is not Chicago pizza. Mm. If anybody tells you deep dish Chicago is like Chicago pizza, they're just wrong. Hot take? Uh, yeah, hot take. So what uh, is- it is square cut, thin crackery crust, tavern cut style pizza is what Chicago people eat. I'm so much more about that. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's what you need. It's a little bit salty. It's got some meat. It's got some cheese. I don't know why I'm doing this accent now. Um, <laughs> Keep going. It's, uh, it's <laughs> delicious. I, I love that bread. I'm sorry. So what I'm getting at is I, I love lots of little <laughs> like things about Chicago and uh, I like drinking weird and wonderful things. It's, it's why I got into beer. It's why I started making beer. It's it's why I'm in the beverage industry at all. And uh, I quickly adopted Jepson's Malort as uh, one of my favorite go-to things to buy at a bar in Chicago. So you get the Chicago Handshake, which is a uh, can of uh, Old Style and a shot of uh, Jepson's Finest Malort. Uh, so if you haven't had Jepson's Malort before, it's it's... It's it's uh it's available a little bit further afield now than what it used to be, but it was one of now I also need to preface this. Everything I know historically about Malort was told to me by a kind of loaded dude in a bar. <laughs> so while I know there is some truth to what I'm about to say, uh I also don't know. I spent the last eight years just taking that as like gospel instead of researching it because I didn't want to ruin the myth for me. Uh, but I lived in Andersonville, which is on the north side of Chicago, which is known as to be like Swedish town in uh, Chicago. And Jepson's Malort is a Swedish, sweetest Swedish liqueur. It is flavored with uh, wormwood, which is uh, sourced out of Eastern Europe. And it is uh, the easiest way to sum it up. If it, it tastes like distilled grapefruit rind. 
um, some other terms that have been used. That's how I would describe it to most people. Some other people describe it as the taste of cat piss in carpet uh, or diesel and shame. Uh, there's been some great YouTube videos. One of them describes it as the taste of being picked on in the fifth grade, or third grade, uh, or it is, or, 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 the, or that it could just be the product of a gypsy curse. Uh, so anyway, I have an accent. I go to bars, and people. It's usually what you buy a tourist when they come to Chicago, because you know if you don't like it, it's, it's a pretty big shock. It's it's bitter and it lingers. That's why I like it, uh, and I like really bitter things. You know, if you knew any of my ex girlfriends, you'd understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke so much. Another Todd joke that That's, I've heard. Yeah, you've heard that one. <laughs> Again, I, I recycled my material. I'm really so, You're a good friend, Brittany. <laughs> Because you just look me in the eye and go, oh, you said it again. It's funny, That's, though. It's still funny. We Thank can you. only have Todd on one time because he's going <laughs> to use all his jokes up today. He's got a few more. So anyway, Swedish, Swedish malort liqueur. It is, it is like an ambery, honey, honey kind of liquid. Uh, it, it smells... Get that, get that cap off. Ooh. Yeah, it kind of smells like uh, some sort of industrial cleaner. Uh, but if it was made out of grapefruit. And like I said, I really like it. So we wanted to give... Uh, People around the table, we've, we've hung out before or you've hung out with my wife. We're big proponents of this. It is 30%, uh, yeah, 35% alcohol. So, you know, you drink, you can drink a few of them. You shouldn't drink too many of them. Um, but, you know, if you've had a big meal, it's a great digestif. Uh, I know, I, I feel like I'm just selling Malort to you all now. Yeah, you're really at the point where let's... Go ahead and get around. This is just an ad for Yeah, I, again, I, I, you can probably tell I've, I've got a fair bit of like enthusiasm for Malort here. I'm a Malort mm -hmm. guy. So uh, anyway, we got uh, Eric some. I'm going to pour some again for the rest of you. Not that you need it, just I, I know that you so like it. I think everybody who's, who's sitting all dirty cups, table, isn't it? except for yes, dirty Todd, cups. whose entire Malort experience has just been so positive, has a Malort story. Um, mine was that I... Uh, was living with my girlfriend at the time, and her brother was a fancy bartender downtown DC. <laughs> and uh, I saw a bottle on the back of the shelf where we just had everything. And I was like, "What is? What is this? Where did this come from?" And he just had this big boy <laughs> smile, and he went, "Oh, it's Malort. You haven't had Malort?" I went, "No." And he goes, "Oh, you should absolutely try it." And then just gave me no preface. You've given Eric <laughs> such a wonderful lead up to yeah. what he's going to experience. Uh, and for those of you out here who don't know me, I am not a bitter fan. Uh, I'm generally lager side of things when it comes to beer, and I like smoky peated scotches um, and that sometimes is, a little bit of sweetness. But bitterness is never really that done is it not for this me. at all. I know, <laughs> and it's it's fun because it's it is the one thing that I will double down on just because it is such a shock value for those who've never had it. So I, I, I guess uh, I'll do this with you. It's not poison. Uh, <laughs> I, not I've, poison. I've given you a solid slug of it too. Uh, but, you know, I would like, and, and we talk about Malort face uh, because there's, <laughs> yes. there's, there's some YouTube videos to look up. You know, for people who are, I guess if they're like uh, surgeons, just here is have it had it with no warning. Uh, it's kind of like watching someone's face turn into a black hole. Kind of just sinks in on itself a little bit like that because it is pretty bitter and you feel it in the back of your teeth. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot this one with you, but uh, I, I feel this would be done best if someone could do like a, a, a quick blow by blow of Eric's face. Yeah, I'm also gonna video Eric's Malort face. Brittany, do you want to do you want to dictate what Eric's face looks yeah. like? I think it's all you. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you can do it right there, I Full think. Scent, We're just, just going to drink it. So, uh, but, uh, you know, may the wolves stay in the forest and uh, our beds stay warm. Cheers. Roll Tide. <laughs>
roll tide. Shoots it down. <sighs> so far, almost no <laughs> reaction. Good. And Eric black <laughs> breath. And Eric blacks out. The secret was Malort this whole time. <laughs> He's definitely experiencing it. Do you think steel reserve would taste better with Malort or fire or four loco? Be careful. <laughs> I think we just became lifelong yeah. friends. I think, I think Malort I is think delicious. I'm here to say that I like that amount of bitter. <laughs> oh, Eric. You, know you would it. love Todd's he ex-girlfriends. Ruined, <laughs> <laughs> ruined this earlier because he said, what was the the liqueur that you stated? That you were like, oh, it's oh, just oh like Fernet. Fernet. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, if, look, you gr- that's that's a spot on thing. If you like yeah. Fernet, you're kind of going to like it. I didn't realize you yeah. hadn't had it. So Jeez, my hurt. 21st birthday at uh, in Saratoga Springs, uh, I went to a you know dive bar that all the students went to at Skidmore, and I was like, it's my 21st birthday, and the bartender is like a 50 year old man. He was like, cool, you can drink for free, but Oof. the only thing you're allowed to drink for free is Fernet. <gasps> that and guy is my spirit geez. animal. Was, was, oh, yeah. I like him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know whether he was trolling me or what, but I. Yeah, he definitely was. And it's definitely, you know, I'm sure at least a lot of bartenders I've worked with, they shoot that. So, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a Ferrari? I was started young on that kind of really fringe situation. I love that you're like your first big. I wish I had like had a bigger reaction. No, no, no. Look, I, for me personally, that's more of a win because I like you a lot more now. I'll be honest. Like, I, that's just some. (laughs) I'm ready to stay here for the rest of the night and continue to do <sighs> All right, pack it up. That's it. We're done here. <laughs> Put these later. microphones away. Thank you so much, That's, Todd. That'll be the rest of it. Thanks for coming, guys. Uh, the rest of the night sponsored by Malort. Jepson's Malort. <laughs> Product of a gypsy curse. <laughs> Tastes like getting bullied in the third grade. <laughs> I have a confirmed ride home, so I'll have another, please. <laughs> nice. My man. It's, uh, it's deal your own from here on in. Oh, fair enough. Do you like rumplements? Love rumplements. I love rumplements. I love uh, love the minty boys. Delicious. I, uh, I if I'm feeling fancy about, I'm gonna get some Goldschläger. Oh yeah, of course. Because that's Ooh. real gold. My next. I, so every. <laughs> oh, I I know where your head's at. <laughs> real gold. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I have a uh, history of DDing bosses home. Actually, uh, my very first job ever at a golf course, the owner would get hammered on Goldschläger every New Year's Eve. It's the only time he would ever drink the whole year, and he would just save up for that one night and just go ham on Goldschlager. He didn't drink at all? No. That so was, like, his thing. That was just he just went from, out. like, zero to 60 just and would, like, off the wagon, oh, my gosh. On. And, That's I mean, wild. like, full thing. It was, like, golf course, he'd go around all the tables and do shots with, like, every single person at every table. It was, it was always an interesting night, mm. without a doubt. Do Good you, old Jaybird. I actually ran into him the other weekend when I was back home. Hadn't seen that motherfucker in like 17 years. He's still alive? He is, yeah, shockingly. Right. Well, good. if you only do it once a year, yeah. he's got 364 days to kind of sleep what, But it does it count? It, drink some green But juice. does it count yeah. if you drink enough liquor in one day for an entire year well, versus drink? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I'm I, I don't know. Yeah. It's up to him. He's doing it. Is it better? Like, are you also, so uh, inexperienced with No idea. I never finished my medical degree, so no fucking idea. <laughs> that's that is the appropriate sound my parents wanted to have played right then. Uh, yeah, that's for you, Jenny. Jenny, oh. love you, mom. <laughs> Sorry, this Jenny's still proud of you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> double Jennies, <laughs> double proud Jennies. It's so great. All right. Well, with this last shot of uh, Malort, 
Cheers, Todd. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been absolute Fantastic. ball fans, uh, friends. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, look forward to uh, hanging out again soon. Yeah. You can find Todd in gas stations all around Eastern and, or Western and Central Virginia. Just, uh, and just look lines. out for the Devil's Backbone uh, Brew Baru uh, with yeah. the dude with the mullet who sounds like he's had a brain injury. Skull and it's me. look forward to the uh, Kate Tell All. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Side. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. Obtaining <laughs> every Australian visa I can. <sighs> Bless her heart. What an angel. To Kate. To, to Kate. Kate. To, to Kate. Kate. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Thanks, Todd. Oh, that is god awful. <laughs> Please tell me that was on tape. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Oh, Todd. Always a good time. Him. Yeah. Never fails. All right. Man. So, what do we have? Or, I guess, first of all, congratulations to probably all three of you that made it to the end of this podcast. We uh, really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. so much for listening. Can't wait to talk at you again soon. Uh, Brittany, what do we got going on next week? Yeah, stay tuned for next week. We're joined by Kim Oakley, our marketing director, and Hayes Humphreys, our COO. Uh, we'll learn a little bit about them, talk to them some more about their time here, and then, of course, we had to put them against each other somehow, so you'll hear them play the Crispy Boy Challenge. Crispy Boy Challenge. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, y'all. We'll see you next time.